0: Visit tripsurfervacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by Austin based company Naturally Hims and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked in pharmaceutical grade non isolate based CBD.
0: what up everybody and welcome back to another episode of headlock talk this week we are covering the SummerSlam card as well as the nxt takeover toronto card for next weekend so strap yourselves in boys and girls this is gonna be a wild ride let's do it yeah And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Headlock Talk. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Indeed, my friend. I'm, of course, the Texas gentleman, Tanner Pruitt. And as always, to my right, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Groody. What's going on, man? What's going on, Stephen? Nothing much. No? I got a banger of a headache. Oh. But... A- All right. Es no bueno. is no bueno. Oh. Well. I have the perfect cure for your headache here, my friend. Oh, what's that? Let's let's talk some wrestling. Let's do it. All right, good deal. Uh, we are covering this, of course, uh, about a week in advance here, uh, because next week we'll actually be doing, of course, another mailbag episode. Woohoo! Yeah, fun times. Mail sack. Mail sack. <laughs> um, so, M A I L. Yes. Not. M A L E. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, for our younger listeners out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, as always, uh, we're, we're going to run down these cards here. Again, it's about a week in advance here that we're actually covering these here. Uh, so, <clears throat> there will be a little bit of speculation here on our parts as to some things that may change or may be different, maybe added on. Who knows, right? Uh, but as always, we're going to do our absolute best here help break down these cards for you here. Uh first off, we're actually gonna cover the NXT TakeOver Toronto card, their second time coming to Toronto of course. Mm -hmm. Steven, how are you feeling about this card here on
1: the outset? I mean it looks pretty good, honestly. Um Mm -hmm. the of course it's, you know, Cole Gargano three. I'm super pumped for that one. Yeah, Uh, If it's even like half as good as the other two were, it's going to be a fantastic match. Mm. Uh, But really the one that has me most intrigued is that triple threat for the North American title. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a
0: really, really good match. Yes, absolutely. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of interesting stories going into here. All right. Let's kind of start here with uh Candace taking on Io Shirai. Mm. Io Shirai of course turned evil uh once she uh could not beat Shayna Baszler. Um, so much leather. So much leather. All the leather. <laughs> for for Io or for Shayna? For Io. Ah, yes. Well, bo- both both. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see I could see both for sure. Um but yeah, Candace LeRae, you know, uh Taking on Io Shirai and probably her first real marquee match here in WWE. Mm. I mean, I know Candice LeRae is really, really good in the ring, uh, but she's not, to my knowledge, been on a Takeover card ever. I mean, not that I can remember. No, I mean she's she's been around.
1: Yes, absolutely for, for a long time. Absolutely. But I mean, especially you know in in NXT, especially she just kind of not in a bad way, this is going to sound bad, but she mm. kind of is like inserted into Gargano's storylines. Yeah. You know, um, she is, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying that, but I mean, they're, they're together. So, I mean, it makes sense. It, it's not like unwarranted or anything. You right.
0: Know? No, right. Um, and, and, and again, this all stems back again because of Io Shirai, um, you know, she couldn't get the job done against Shayna Baszler. Uh, Candice LeRae was there to be the supportive friend, and EO, of course, turned on Candice. So mm-hmm. they've had these, you know, these brawls recently, and it's been pretty good. I, I look forward to seeing this here. I definitely think both of these, uh, both of these ladies have uh, quite a bit of uh, potential to go to the main roster. Uh, hopefully, not uh, sooner as opposed to later. How about just hopefully not. Hopefully, hopefully not. Just, just full stop. Hopefully not. Yeah, I mean, there's a large <laughs> contingency of people out there who believe NXT should stay NXT and WWE should uh, f off. Uh, yeah, so. I mean, it it just really it just depends <clears throat> on the wrestler. Uh, I think there mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. certain
1: people that can and, and would do very well on the main roster, mm-hmm. but then there's just a lot of them that really they're they're doing fantastic things in NXT, and there's really not a reason to mm-hmm. uh, to move them up. I do think Shayna Baszler is one of those people that uh, can and would do very well on the main roster. Mm. Um, and then on the flip side of that, people like uh, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae, uh, I think, should stay in NXT because they're, they're doing good things there. So,
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you at all there, for sure. Mm. I mean, uh, Velveteen Dream, he would do really well on the main roster, I think. Definitely. He's got that, that uh, character and star power that... Uh, a lot of the main roster viewers are accustomed to, yeah. you know uh, I mean an- another uh another I don't want to call them another act but but more performers that would do well on the main roster rather would probably be the street profits because they're already on raw every week now mm-hmm. and and they they do seem to fit in right yeah, definitely so um I uh, back to the Candice LeRae-Io Shirai match though, yeah. I really do think that that match does have a lot of potential, mm-hmm. especially with it being a grudge match. Both ladies are very, very good performers, so look for this to be a uh, a very sneaky dark horse for the for the night.
1: Yeah, for sure. And uh, one thing that that you mentioned before we started recording was uh, there's actually two women's matches on this card. Yeah, which which is really cool. And uh, you know, of course, Shayna Baszler's been on all the pay per views um, Mm -hmm. in the last what like year or so, maybe more. Um, But if you're going to have a second women's match on it, I think this one is a really good one to add on.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, the The second women's match on the card, uh, we have uh, Mia Yim taking on Shayna Baszler, of course, mm-hmm. uh, for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, this, again, stems from Mia Yim. She continued to call out Shayna Baszler until you know Shayna uh, finally responded in some way, shape, or form. Uh, Mia Yim had to go to the point of uh, assaulting Shayna Baszler backstage mm. uh, to uh, to get this match. So um, this does look interesting. I think Mia Yim might be the most imposing foe Shayna's had in a while. Yeah. Um, the question is here, Stephen. Does Mia Yim have what it takes?
1: I mean, I really don't know at, at this point. Um, it, if I'm being honest, I thought Bianca Belair uh, could have pulled it off um, a little while ago. Mm. Uh, I really just don't know what to make of it with Shayna Baszler. She, obviously, she's very dominant in the uh, the women's division. I, my opinions of Shayna Baszler aside, I do think that uh, they need to have a title change here to uh, keep that women's division fresh. Obviously, they do have the Candice and Io feud, which is doing a little bit of that for them. Mm. Um, but for me, the 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 women's championship has been very stagnant for a very long time. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not that familiar with Mia Yim, but I, I do know she's a
0: great performer. So mm. why not? Yeah, I mean, um, but see, that's the thing. I don't want just like a why not kind of thing here for when Shayna be, uh, drops the title. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, she's held the title forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. right? Yeah. Um, I want it to be one of those special things because I think that they want it to be a special thing, right? I mean, it, it almost has to be though mm-hmm. at this point. So, my pick here would be Candace beats Io Shirai, mm. and then is the clear, you know, uh, person. You know, the 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 clear choice uh, to take on Shayna Baszler. At some point in in the future, mm-hmm. and uh, to to take the title off of her, I definitely that think that that would be
1: awesome. <laughs> I mean it it would definitely make a lot of sense. Yeah. It would be a really good way to go. It's
0: just, I mean, ugh, man, do I need to wait again? I mean, you know, she, I mean, Candace is the last person that Shayna's not really ever gone through. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So, um, I could definitely see Candace being the one. Um, so I guess the next time that they'll have a takeover would probably be around Survivor series mm-hmm. uh it might be possible to do it then um or maybe even prolong it even more if you want, and put it out until the royal rumble it's, mm. yeah, but who knows again that's uh like you said that's uh four months from now, yeah, I mean so. like
1: <laughs> it yes, it would be satisfying, mm-hmm. but another four months of Shayna would not be for me and it's nothing necessarily against Shayna mm-hmm. specifically you know she puts on good matches mm-hmm. it's just it it's the same thing over and over again you know mm-hmm. and in terms of the title scene of nxt that's really my only complaint with nxt's title scene is that the women's title has been very stagnant
0: right well i mean uh, think of it this way though too right like Way, 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 way back in the history of, we're going even to the WWF years. Mm, uh, yeah. Bruno San Martino held the title for, what, six or seven years mm. consecutively? Shayna Baszler might be champ for, like, what, one or two years at this point? Yeah. I think you feel the same way about Shayna that you do about Brock. But Shayna's... To, to a way, way less extent, but yes. <laughs> um, I, I think Shayna, you know, some of her booking is interesting mm-hmm. at points. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll put it lightly like that. Yeah. But <clears throat> I do think that, uh, you know, they are working this to make it a special title drop when it does happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and then and then that would be it for Shayna she would get called up like immediately after oh,
1: yeah. that yeah 100% uh the the second she loses the title we're not going to see her on NXT Mm-mm. again I, I, I at least i
0: don't think so yeah i um, mean that would make the most sense really i mean she's been ready for a year yeah yeah you know, definitely so, i mean it we'll see <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll have to wait and see on that one yeah um i do think it would have been uh cool if they called up
1: Shayna right around the the time where Ronda Rousey was really big and doing a lot of stuff bringing in the whole mma mm-hmm. thing i think that would have been cool um i'm not really sure what they would
0: do with her um on the main roster but well they've been trying to go for this whole horse um uh, horsewoman thing right yeah, yeah. horsewomen um but the, the timing's all off because you know ronda exploded uh-huh. onto the scene and then as soon as she got here she left you know, it right. was only there for a year, and now she's you know wanting to be a mom. You know, uh, she's kudos. she has she hasn't had any children, so you know, uh, kudos to her for yeah. that. You know, uh, but um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. Shana, when she does get called up, she'll be a uh, force to reckon with. Hopefully, um, let's talk about. This uh, this tag team match, actually. Mm. Well, I'm interested in this one here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Street Profits, uh, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford take on Undisputed Era in the form of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Uh, this, so this will be for the tag team titles, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think here, Steven? Too early for the Street Profits to drop the titles, or uh, uh, do you think they uh, they hold on to it for a little bit here? Way too early. Yeah. In my opinion, definitely way too early. Um
1: obviously Undisputed Era is great. You know, I re- right. I really like Undisputed Era. Um but ever since the uh War Viking Raider experience uh left, the the tag team division has been very Undisputed Era heavy. Mm. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, like I said, I really like them. Um but I,
0: it's time for someone else to shine. Hmm. you know. No, I get that. Um I mean, it, it, it kind of all depends, right? Like, the, the, the War Raider Viking experience. <laughs> they did leave a lot in their wake here. Mm. <clears throat> um, I mean, I could see it happening in a few different ways because there wasn't any clear-cut team in my viewing here when I would watch week-to-week. Week, there wasn't really a clear, like, clear-cut like clear one, right? Like, Street Profits stood out at points because they were the last ones to have a, a real rivalry with uh, uh, the Viking Raiders, mm. <laughs> uh, War Machine rather, um, War Raiders, War Viking Machine Raiders uh, experience experience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like then you had Undisputed Era, who is the most dominant tag team uh, easily, yeah, by by a pretty large margin, yeah. <clears throat> I still don't know what's up with Mustache Mountain. I mean, you could you could put them here on, on uh, NXT every now and again. I think absolutely. Um, yeah, so it all kind of just depends. Uh, but I do agree. I think the Street Profits will probably end up taking this one here, mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form. It should be a very good match. Oh yeah, and Undisputed Era should be putting the Street Profits over, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, triple threat match, Vel- <laughs> uh, triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship. Velveteen Dream takes on Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong here. Mm. So, you know, speaking of Mustache Mountain, you know, there's fellow British Strong style stable mate Pete Dunne, yeah, making his shocking return to NXT.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, is he just not in UK <laughs> anymore, or uh, is he just kind of bouncing but in
0: between? I, I don't think it's very clear as mm-hmm. of right now. I think he's probably he's probably there for short, short term, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to add some spice here. Obviously, I know Triple H loves using Pete Dunne. Yeah. Um, so I mean, for good reason. Yeah, obviously. Um, the fact that Valter has beaten Dunne so dominantly, not once but twice, even though one was by some shenanigans, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, it really kind of takes him out of the UK, uh, uh, NXT UK title scene. Yeah, at and least in the main event scene for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: And then it's, it'd be kind of weird if you just have Pete Dunne, like, <laughs> you know, rocking solo on the mid card. It'd be like, uh,
0: weren't you just like champion for like forever? Like, right. Yeah. I totally get that. So it's, it's something different. And Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong tend to have very good chemistry. Mm. Um, you know, this and, and Velveteen Dream's always awesome. So I look forward to this being a very, very strong match here. Very, very strong style? Both, yes. Mm. Strong showing and strong style. Yeah. Uh, Who wins this one, Steven? Oh, man. So
1: just right off the bat, I don't see Pete Dunne winning. Mm. Uh, Just because, you know, everything we just talked about. Um, I do... I could see Roderick Strong winning it for sure just mm. because he's been really dominant and I really like him, but my man Velveteen, mm. he's awesome. He and, is awesome. And, I mean, I don't know, seeing seeing him with gold is great. I I really, it could go either way. I, I see either two of them, but I
0: don't see Pete Dunne winning. Yeah, I mean, it's possible for sure. I mean... One thing that I would be very, very, very curious of at some point is to see if they actually end up doing, like, um, uh, well, let's go back to the last match, right? Okay. Um, we have the Undisputed Era uh, taking on the Street Profits uh, with, um, you know, uh, the titles on the line there. Mm. And... We also have, uh, you know, a Roderick Strong here in this position, NXT North American Championship, right? Mm-hmm. So, my thinking here might be that you have, um, you know, you finally pull the trigger on it being Undisputed Era. Mm you see what I, I mean see, here? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, uh, yeah. You know, Roderick Strong could win the NXT North American Championship. Undisputed Era could win the NXT Tag Team Championships. And, of course, we've got the main event here, too. Adam Cole taking on Johnny Gargano. Adam Cole is the defending NXT champion. Mm. and This will be a three stages of hell match, which, if you're not familiar with it, it's a two out of three falls, basically. Um, but uh, there's multi-stipulations here. So... Uh, Gargano got to pick one stipulation, Cole got to pick another stipulation, and then of course, um, uh, if it comes down to the third and final fall, NXT general manager William Regal will decide the final stipulation here. Hmm. So Gargano chose a street fight, and Cole chose just a straight-up singles one-on-one match. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, uh, you, you made an interesting point earlier, um you know uh before we started recording uh, can you can you rehash that real quick for us, steven
1: yeah i mean it, it's not necessarily a complaint it's just kind of a nitpick um where you know gargano chooses the street fight yeah. and cole chooses the singles match right but gargano's the face and and cole's the heel so you would expect the face to be like hey i can beat you clean i don't need any extra you know, pizzazz or anything. I know mm. I can beat you singles match. Whereas the heel would normally be like, "I want to destroy you." Right. Give it. A, give me a street
0: fight. Yeah. So I mean, well, in undisputed era, I mean, they have the whole thing of it being like, what's the best way to put this? Like, they are, um, they operate as a pack, right? Mm. So, like, a, a street fight would totally favor. Undisputed era, yeah. Um, you know, because you know Gargano's is going to be out there, and then it's going to turn into a four on one, right? Um, so maybe we might see that kind of dynamic. Maybe, maybe Gargano surprisingly takes the the, the clean fall. You know, he he gets the, he notches the victory there, and then Adam Cole, you know, <laughs> sends out the the undisputed era, and then it gets all sorts of crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean that wouldn't be. Ideal in terms of quality, but in terms of storytelling, it would make sense. But then
1: still, <clears throat> it, if it does go that route, then it still doesn't make sense that Gargano chose the singles match, mm. or that Cole uh, chose the singles match.
0: I don't know. Yeah, it, you know, it, it is it is a bit odd. Yeah, uh, but it might be them just like testing our, you know, I don't know, you know, testing our thinking here. I yeah. guess, um, or we could just be. Uh, overthinking. It. Yeah, we just we <laughs> we might just be bullshitting this whole thing. Yeah. Um uh tell me this though, this yeah. third fall, what do you see it being because I mean, there's a few different options. I just don't know which route you would want to take here.
1: Yeah, I mean <clears throat> I really don't know. I I would almost expect um you know, the first fall to be a singles match, second fall to be some kind of stipulation like a uh, like a ladder match or something, but then the, the third fall to be the street fight. Mm. That's that's what would make the most sense uh, from a storytelling standpoint, in my mm. opinion, just because it's like, okay, here we're going to have these very structured matches, and then now this is the third fall. Both of y'all are pissed off at each other. Go at it in a mm-hmm. street fight. Mm-hmm. That makes the most sense to me,
0: but, you know, we're not getting it that way. So Now, there is one other episode of NXT uh, before we actually... Um, have takeover right. Mm. Um, one of those being, um, uh, well, let me re- let me rephrase because we have one other episode of NXT before uh, you know takeover Toronto. Mm. Uh, William Regal has not actually said anything about what his fall would be, so it's either he's going to say it um, on Wednesday, or he's going to say it at the show if it came to a third fall right mm-hmm. i would almost bet that he saves it until you know the the possibility of a third fall becomes apparent
1: that's what i would prefer
0: yeah yeah um i don't know there's only so many things that you could do with that though so like it'd be really weird if you like like if you're going there live, right? Yeah. And you walk in, and then like if you look up, there's like a steel cage there. It's like what? What? Okay. Well, I guess it's a it's a given now. Well, to yeah. Be a steel cage. Um, See I don't, that gives away the the two falls too. Right. And, and I don't I don't want it to be a steel cage match. Yeah. Um, I think there's there's two really strong possibilities. Right. Uh-huh. Um, maybe a third one. You could do a ladder match, mm-hmm. which seems like the strongest possibility to me, because uh, all you would have to do is you know have ladders underneath the ring, um, and then you know send down the, the 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 belt loop from the from the rafters and put the title up there. Mm-hmm. Right? You could do that, uh, or you could have like a um, last man standing. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a little bit lackluster comparatively, but. Yeah. Um, that is a possibility.
1: What about an Inferno match?
0: I don't, I don't think we're going to see an Inferno <laughs> match anytime soon.
1: But it is an idea, I uh, guess. lumberjack match.
0: Um, I don't know about that. Casket either. match. Um, are, are you just wanting The Undertaker to be at TakeOver Toronto? And Kane. Oh, okay. And, and Kane. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: No, in uh, in all honesty though, <laughs> yeah. it it would be uh my favorite thing. It it, it requires a lot of setup, so they're not going to do it because it would give away the other falls, but uh a cage match or a hell in a cell, I think would be mm. the the two coolest ones uh for me. That's what I would want to see, but like you said, you know, if you're going there live and you see a giant cage suspended from the roof, it's it kind of gives it away you know mm-hmm. to a certain degree
0: yeah no absolutely well i mean and it's not that they couldn't do it i guess they could still explain it and be like yep we have this cage here just in case it comes to a third fall right they can always say that i mean yeah but, but like <clears> still <throat> right you, it, i don't know setting up
1: uh, setting up a steel cage or a hell in a cell that's a lot of work it's, right. a, it's a lot of manpower and it costs a lot of money so it, if If you, you know, tune into the pay-per-view and there's a a cage suspended from the ring, even if they try to explain it away like, oh, you know, just in case that's what William Regal said, then, you know, that's why we have it there. That still doesn't make much sense. Right. Right. Um, Unless William Regal does come out on Wednesday and say, hey, if it does get to the third fall, it's going to be a hell in a cell. Right. Because then it would make sense that, that they have it there. If he doesn't say anything, then it would be very telling. Right. But if he does say it, then it's like, okay, yeah, that is there just in case.
0: Right. I don't know. No, no. We're nitpicking at this point. I agree. I mean, um, so we could, um, I mean, we're definitely going to have a very good match here. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, You know, I, I I definitely think that we can look forward to this show. Will it be as good as Takeover New York and Takeover um, 25? I I don't know. Um, It's got a lot of potential. Yeah. So I really look forward to it. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see.
1: We'll have to wait and see. I mean, it's NXT. It's going to be good. I'm not worried about that. You know, I'm going to have a good time watching it. Um, You know, where it stacks up to some of the other NXT pay per views, we'll have to wait and see. But it's going to be good.
0: No, absolutely, I, and I definitely look forward to seeing, uh, seeing this show for sure. Uh, we also have uh, WWE SummerSlam the very next night, also from Toronto, mm-hmm. um, and this on paper would look like a very very stacked card. If maybe we had a bit more build, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, honestly, like a lot of these matches look
1: really really good. I am excited to see uh, Bailey Ember Moon. That one is going to be good. I know it. And I'm also excited to see Ember Moon on a pay-per-view in a titles match. Like, that's that's awesome. Ember Moon is fantastic. She's been buried for so long, uh, and, and seeing her finally in a championship match mm-hmm. is awesome.
0: Yeah, no, we definitely uh, definitely have Ember Moon taking on Bayley for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Bayley's... Uh, <laughs> She's not been getting the best crowd receptions um lately. Yeah. Uh but I mean this uh it, it may just go sh- go to show how um how fans have taken to Ember Moon perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. Um you know, so that'll be a very interesting match to look forward to. Do you see a title change happening there, Stephen? Um man, I really don't
1: know. I, I would like to see Ember Moon take the title here just because I think it could be something similar to uh, when Kofi got the title where it's like kind of just a dark horse coming out of nowhere uh, but the crowd is really behind them and it's, it's a really crowd favorite um, and, you know, they took a chance on Kofi and he's been a real strong champion so far. Mm-hmm. So I think they could do the same thing with Ember Moon and, you know, really try to capitalize on this, this uh, really big uh, crowd reception that she's been getting. Um, And, you know, kind of give them a free out on the
0: kind of lackluster crowd reception that Bailey's been getting. Yeah. I mean, that would be an interesting way to go about doing it Mm. for sure. Uh, We also have uh, one other, uh, a few other women's matches here on the card. Uh, but one that I'm really, really looking forward to here is Trish Stratus taking on Charlotte Flair. Mm. Returning Trish Stratus, I think this will be more of a one-off situation here, yeah. but um, nonetheless, a very interesting match uh, for sure. Um, Trish is obviously a legend. Charlotte is uh, probably, you know, WWE's positioned her as their top female talent.
1: Legend in the making. Legend in the making, for yeah. sure.
0: You know, um, so I think it definitely would be worth uh, worth checking out that match for sure. Yeah, I mean, I like Trish Stratus. Uh, obviously, haven't seen her in very,
1: very long time, mm-hmm. um, but she was very good the last time I saw her. Um, she looks to be in incredible shape again. Mm-hmm. Um, not that she ever lost it, but um, mm. and then Charlotte Flair is Charlotte Flair. Right. Uh, everything, all the pieces point to it
0: being a, a very good match. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't expect the best match on the card here, but mm. I do expect there to be uh, this to be one of the best matches on the card uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, especially if given the proper time. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Mm. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have. Maybe a slight change of pace here. Um, So it's been tentatively titled that the Miz will be taking off uh, taking off Dolph Ziggler. No, taking on. What's he taking off? (laughs) Oh God! He'll be taking on Dolph Ziggler in a (laughs) one-on-one match. But the most um, the most prevalent rumor going around right now is that it won't be the Miz who will actually have the match against Dolph Ziggler, Hmm. but in fact, it would be uh, none other than Bill Goldberg.
1: Mm. Where's this rumor coming from?
0: Uh, well, it, so it stems from a, uh, recording from the Wrestling Observer radio, um, from earlier this week, uh, where Dave Meltzer says that he got a call, actually, uh, from inside WWE offices asking him how did he know that Bill Goldberg was going to be having a match with Dolph Ziggler. Mm. <laughs> uh, because they said it kind of offhand in a joking manner. Um, just for context purposes here. Yeah. Um. Uh, but if you do listen to his promos, Dolph brings up Goldberg uh, a few times here and there. So, um, it's no secret that Bill wants to have some redemption. You know that he wants to um, make up for his match that he had against uh, the Undertaker. Mm. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility here that uh, Miz drops out. But we do have a Goldberg uh, Dolph Ziggler match, which would not be a quick match. It would not be a long match at all. Rather. Right. (laughs) You know, I mean, yeah,
1: I mean, I'm fine either way personally. Um, Mm. I mean, I would prefer the Miz,
0: I will say, um, yeah, it is
1: what it is. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, my thinking here is if it was, if I was to expect a Miz versus Dolph Ziggler match, I'd be expecting probably at least ten minutes yep. of that. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of matches at on here that look to be probably ten minutes or longer, mm-hmm. and it might be nice to have a little bit of a palate cleanser. Have Goldberg come out, wreck Dolph, unfortunately. Yeah. And then you know uh, go on with the show. So, I don't know. I can see it both ways, really. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. I mean, if if they do
1: that, then the whole. Uh that promo on Raw Reunion during Miz TV was like for nothing.
0: Well, the the whole promo was more skewer towards Shawn Michaels. I suppose. Than anything else. And I suppose, like, yeah. Like Miz has just been the background of this whole thing the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it just, he's there on the roster and it's convenient for him to be in this match. Yeah. But I don't know.
1: I mean, if you tell me to pick between Miz and Goldberg, I'm going to pick Miz.
0: All right. Well, interesting take here from Steven, but. <laughs> is what it is. I don't know. Oh. It
1: is what it is.
0: Oh, man. Uh, what? what a- <laughs> that was dumb. I apologize, <laughs> listeners. What about uh, Finn Balor taking on the returning Bray Wyatt? I want it. Give me it. Yeah? Give me it now. Well, yep. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who want it to be like the fiend versus the demon. Too soon yeah too too soon soon. yeah you want to you want to build towards that i want to build towards that yeah
1: i Uh i do think uh if they build this right and book it right i do think that it could culminate to that Mm. and and be a really really good payoff Mm -hmm. um but i don't want finn to just uh bring out the demon like all the time for no reason it's a
0: very it's a special special thing (laughs) <laughs> right right well and it and i mean i do still see probably the fiend showing up oh at, yeah uh in this match it would be a bit odd for it to just be like mr rogers version of bray Wyatt coming out and having a match though it's not outside the realm of possibility see, I, guess.
1: I actually <laughs> i actually would prefer that um so hear me out here um <laughs> Having Finn and Bray just be themselves for right. their first match, if this is going to culminate into a feud, um, having them be themselves for the first match makes a lot of sense. Just because it gives a clean slate to start out with, and mm-hmm. then you can build into the fiend and into the demon. As opposed to just here's a bunch of wacky characters, they're gonna go at it.
0: You know, I, I, I don't mean, know. I mean, isn't that truly what WWE is? I mean, yeah, just but some like wacky characters going at it all the time. <laughs> Yes, but does it always have to be? You know, like uh, get, uh, they have a very good track record of that. <laughs> <laughs> J- just give them some room to breathe. Is all I'm saying. Right. No, I get. I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think this has potential to be a good match yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, I like they, both guys. Yeah, they've they have some interesting dynamics to them. Mm. Um, it would be good for Bray. Um, you know, to, to get the victory here I, I don't know what Finn's plans are outside of this here I mean it could be this could be a build uh, for more shows to come um, but I, I did hear also that Finn is wanting to take a break sometime soon you know heal mm. up and get his body right so yeah yeah I, I think that's a, a strong possibility as well
1: um, or maybe you could even have uh, uh, you know Finn come out as human Finn. Uh, but then have Bray come out as the fiend, and the fiend just kind of murders him mm-hmm. uh, and then Finn goes away for a little bit uh, and then when he comes back, he you know exacts revenge on on uh, on the fiend. Mm-hmm. You could do it that way that way you you still have a chance to to build it as a feud, but then Finn also gets
0: his time away to to you know heal up and rest up yeah, I mean it's, that's a that's a strong possibility as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. If Kevin Owens loses, he will quit WWE. I'm very conflicted on this match. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, I don't
1: know. I I like the dynamic uh, going into the match and the the story that they're building with the match. I I think Kevin Owens is freaking killing it with all of these promos that he's been cutting and and everything like that. He's been on fire with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know if it's time or if it even needs to culminate into a Shane McMahon match, uh, just because you know we've had Shane shoved down our throats for the past like you know ever ever yes. and you know I've said it before I'll say it again I like Shane but go away for a little <laughs> bit and, and let me let my let the absence make my heart grow fonder and uh, just stop being on every single pay per view and every single everything forever. Um, so I mean. <laughs> I do like the dynamic that they're having in the match. I just... Do I need another Shane McMahon match at a pay-per-view?
0: Not really. Mm -hmm. Well, that too, and I mean, I can see this match playing out with some shenanigans, of course, too. Oh, of course. Like Kevin Owens, you know, battering Shane all over the place, and then uh, Drew McIntyre and Elias and all of whoever Mm -hmm. else. Comes out, beats down Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens still wins by disqualification, but he ends up being the loser, so to speak. Yeah, it's not as satisfying. Yeah, because he, you know, he got beat up. Mm hmm. Yeah. So Kevin Owens has to find another way to get his hands on Shane McMahon. So, So that is absolute worst case scenario for me. But at the same time, that's exactly what they would do with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. S- I don't know. Strong just, possibility. Yeah, I I don't know, man. <laughs> Shane's not Vince. But he is Vince. But he's not. But but in this story, he's definitely Vince.
1: No, for sure. Like that's that's what they're trying <laughs> to portray it as, but Right. Like Shane's great, but he doesn't have like I, I don't want to say star power that Vince has because it's not that, but
0: just like the you feel like he should have more integrity. Sure.
1: Perhaps sure. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's something about Shane where when when they put him into these storylines where he's like Vince for all intents and purposes, yeah. it just doesn't really come off very well. Just because I think Shane is a lot more likable than Vince. And so, when when you put them yeah. into these storylines of just like, I'm the boss and
0: I, I blah, 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 I tell you what to do, it's it's way less believable. Mm. So, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I do feel that way a lot um, most of the time. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to Shane. Um, but uh, as far as the story that they're telling you. Uh, you should definitely expect for Kevin Owens to get screwed here. Yes. Somehow, some way. Yes. Um, let me see here. What else do we have on this card? Becky Lynch taking on uh, Natalia for the Raw Women's Championship. Is it is it time for Becky to drop the title, Steven? Not to Natalia.
1: <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, I mean, I don't know.
0: I mean well I mean it is in uh, Natalia's home country of Canada. Yeah. You know. I mean yeah. um it would be nice for her uh to um you know pick up a win here and have a, a very historic victory beating Becky Lynch. Yeah. Mhm.
1: Um I don't know. I I'm hmm. if you had given me this match like 6 months ago or maybe even a year ago, I would mm-hmm. be way more down for it. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm just, I'm kind of almost jumping off the Becky Lynch train at at Mm -hmm. this point. I mean, she's great at what she does, you know, but they're just putting her, you know, the, the Rollins thing has
0: just destroyed her for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. They've kind of destroyed each other. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, Becky, Becky should be like this star like this super superstar, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they've made her like they've made the man into this like really weird. I don't know. There's just, just there's just this really weird vibe about the man, mm-hmm. um, and I think we we talked about this a few weeks back. You know, I, I liked the journey of Becky becoming the man more mm-hmm. than I like the story now about her being. The man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, have you ever... Mm. So, real quick. Have you ever mm. watched the show Orange is the New Black? No. So but the, I know
1: of it. So, there's a character named Piper. Uh, she, okay. She's pretty much... I mean, in the in the beginning, she's one of the main characters, right? Right. Um, and you see her through this journey where, you know, she goes to prison. Uh, and she, she goes through this transformation of, you know, small town <laughs> girl, doesn't really know what to expect in prison doesn't really know how to hold her own uh but she eventually you know starts to get into the flow of it and then uh by the end of it she's like this hardened like criminal you know like uh just super hard uh telling everybody to go fuck themselves you know all that crazy stuff and i'm kind of seeing notes of that with becky lynch right now where you know she's during the journey of being the man she she didn't have that hmm. weird confidence that she has now. Because it's, it's weird confidence. Like, it's not even like... I really don't even know how to explain it. It's just a weird vibe, like you put it. Uh, and, and that's how she is right now. Um, but the journey was really nice. Because she didn't really... She didn't really know where she was going. She just knew that she was going to give it her all. And she knew that she was going to do whatever it takes to get where she wanted to go. But then hmm. now that she is the man... It's like she doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't know what she's there for. Yeah, she's the, just the path is not so clear anymore. Yeah, and and so with, with Becky, like she's not really building towards anything right now. She's mm. just I'm awesome, aren't I? Mm. And it's like I mean, yes, but like why are you here? You know, right? Sorry, that was really
0: long winded, but I, I thought it was an important comparison mm-hmm mm-hmm well and and two also I think the going right into a feud with Lacey Evans really deflated her because Lacey Evans isn't even like I don't know she's I, nowhere on Becky's level she's nowhere on Becky's level yeah character wise in ring wise anything like that mm-hmm um, you know so that I think that hurt a lot too definitely definitely I mean
1: I don't know man I like you said the journey to becky becoming the man is really what sold everyone on her and now that now that she is the man and and that's all she is it's just kind of like i don't like i don't even know how to explain it it's just like i'm nowhere near as excited for her now as i was a
0: year ago she's not building towards anything she's just there nope i mean fair enough um, you know, it'll be interesting. I don't see Becky dropping the title just yet. Hmm. Um, I do hope that something happens and you know, I do have a I do have a wish here this week. So we'll see if maybe just maybe that it makes a difference here. Yeah. Um, moving right along swiftly here cuz I know we've got two more matches to break down. Uh we've got Kofi Kingston taking on Randy Orton. Uh this goes back uh, quite a number of years. Uh, where they had a match against each other and uh, Kofi botched a spot and Randy Orton uh, was calling Kofi stupid, stupid, mm-hmm. you know. Um, now, many years later, Kofi is the champ. Randy Orton is not. And uh, we have a, an interesting match here. Kofi's been red hot. You know, he, he's he's... <laughs> He's undoubtedly probably the champion who made who's made the most difference coming out of WrestleMania. Yeah, for sure. You know, the, the strongest champion, um, in my opinion. So, I mean, does Kofi have what it takes to overcome Randy Orton here? Uh, I think so. Uh, I, I think he's going to retain
1: here. Um, I, I do want to say I love the storyline that they're building uh, mm. for this match. I think it's great. I think uh, if you had showed me Kofi and Randy on paper, and was like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna pitch a promo. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, hmm, that might not work very well. That that's gonna be a little weird. But uh, I, I think they're doing very very well. I do like the whole dynamic with Kofi saying like, hey, you took my my shot from me, mm-hmm. you know, all those years yep. ago, and yep. and it, it took me x amount of years I- until this day to to do it on my own and become the main eventer that I am right now. Mm-hmm. But I should have been it. 10 years ago and I wasn't because of you. And I really like that dynamic. Mm. And then Randy Orton just coming back, like you weren't ready and, and I needed to show you that you weren't ready. Mm. Uh, it's, it's just a really, really cool story. I, and I really like it. I like Kofi. I like Randy. I think this is going to be a great match.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, It, it, it has um, a sneaky sense of perhaps becoming um a dark horse for the match of the night here for me yeah definitely um absolutely actually for most people if you're looking at this on paper for most people it should be the match of the night contender i mean for Um, me it's it's between
1: that one the finn balor bray wyatt match and the aj styles
0: ricochet match and speaking of that match, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. Let's do it. AJ Styles the champion, reforming the club. They are now the OC, mm-hmm. not to be confused with uh, California, California. You remember that show, Steven? Uh, no. You were probably like maybe four. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that that would be <laughs> why. Um, I've y- seen
1: y- yes. like uh, I remember seeing the OC on uh. Like the Spectrum TV guide. Oh, okay. Or I guess Time Warner yeah. Cable at the time. Time
0: Warner Cable. Yeah. But yeah, The OC. You know, this is an old TV show. Okay. But, but this is a different OC. I see. This is this is AJ Styles with uh, Gallows and Anderson. They yeah. are the the original club. Yeah. Sure. Cool. <laughs> um. So yes, uh, AJ Styles uh, defeated Ricochet to win the U.S. title. Uh, not too, too long ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and uh, AJ, um, he was uh, backstage watching this gauntlet match uh, for the uh, uh, the number one contender spot for the title. Ricochet was the last entrant in, and Ricochet, of course, uh, won. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ricochet will get his rematch here. Whether or not he defeats AJ Styles... I don't know. I, I think I think he stands a good chance to reclaim the title. Uh we're gonna be hot potatoing that title, but mm-hmm. I, I think it'd be it'd be a good move to have it back on Ricochet.
1: Yeah, I, I think so too. I I mean he shouldn't have lost it to AJ anyway, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I think he should have uh held on to it and then they can continue that feud. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was necessarily um like necessary to put it on aj mm. um it is what it is i'm not like complaining that mm. much um but i do i do see ricochet going over here and becoming champion again mm. and continuing this feud a little bit longer mm. um you know normally i don't like hot potato with the title but in, in
0: this context i think it'd be fine I, I think it's i think it's good that they showed that ricochet uh, can be beaten but still put on a very good showing for sure and, and, and to still come off strong in a loss but at the same time i do agree uh, beating ricochet like that it shouldn't have been a possibility in the first place yeah I think
1: yeah um but can I also just mm. say AJ uh in the in the OC now he's just like on coke. Like all the time, he's just like, "Wow, let's get it!" Like, "Ah,
0: yeah," it's super hyped it's like, about this whole thing, dude. Calm down. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, this card uh, is actually full, chock full of one-on-one matches. No tag matches to be had here. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's possible that we'll see the uh, the tag titles defended on the pre-show. Whether it's you know the OC versus the Revival or the OC versus the Usos, who knows what's going to happen. And I'm just going to say it
1: again, there should not be a single title match on the pre-show. I don't care what title it is,
0: yeah. it shouldn't be on the pre-show. Yeah, I mean, this show is probably going to end up being about six hours long, unfortunately, um, which is just ridiculous. Uh, but um, I digress, I'm not the one running this show. Right, um, right. Uh, The show will be main-evented, perhaps, I guess, who knows, uh, by Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Yawn. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's literally the same story that they told before WrestleMania. Yeah, Yeah, um, absolutely. This time with the added twist of Seth Rollins dropped the title to Brock Lesnar.
1: See, it's funny. I was, during the Raw reunion when Rollins was uh, coming out to Miz TV... I think it was uh, Michael Cole. He was like, "Is he gonna be the Beast Slayer?" Mm-hmm. And then there was like a slight pause, and then he was like, "Again." Again. And it's like, <laughs> dude, are y'all even trying with this storyline? Uh, like,
0: I don't know, man. I don't think they are. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just
1: whatever to get Brock in the building,
0: right? I mean, they had the whole angle where Brock f fived Seth Rollins onto the chair multiple times, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, just a week after Vince said like oh, we won't be doing any of that blood and guts crap anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's got Seth Rollins chewing on a blood packet, you know, and like coughing up blood. Yeah. Uh, so that's something. But <clears throat> I don't know. It's not crap because it was Vince's idea. Right. Of course. It's such good shit. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it, it, it's a bit weird. It's a bit ironic. Um, Seth, those, those F-5s onto the chair, though, looked brutal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then of course Brock takes Seth out of the ambulance after they've stretchered him out and put him onto the ambulance. Yeah. Um. He starts f ing him onto the gurney. Of course, um, no Becky Lynch is around. Right. You know. Uh. No. Uh, I think Seth Roll. Uh, not Seth Rollins, but rather Roman Reigns was there just for a split second, just to just be like, "You're gonna be okay, buddy." Yeah. And then like you know he he disappears, and then of course you know Brock stops the ambulance from driving away. He, he tells the, the driver to get out he gets Seth Rollins from the back of the ambulance and then the two EMTs, they're just standing in the background on their phones in clear view of, of everything else that's going on. They're like, oh, I'm not stopping Brock I'm gonna, I'm gonna check Bleacher Report Have you seen his biceps? Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, I got,
1: I got an email from Etsy <laughs> I will say, uh, props to Brock for actually participating in a storyline <laughs> um and, and doing something other than coming down to the ring and giving 90 F5s um I mean that's still what he did yeah but he there was other stuff happening at least
0: a little bit a little bit different yeah i don't know it'll be i'm i'm trying to
1: i'm trying to get something to make me happy tanner like uh, i know this <laughs> i'm trying to stay invested because It's the universal title, man. Like, it's supposed to be the biggest title. It should should be the biggest title. Yeah, and and I'm trying to stay invested in it. So, Mm. yes, Mm -hmm. props to Brock for actually participating in a storyline. Whether it's the same storyline from six months ago or
0: not, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. No. I I don't think that Seth is going to overcome Brock here. I think that they're going to try and build somebody else to be the one to take the title off of him. And uh, we'll just have to wait and see how that works. Um, yeah, I mean, now we do have one match that's perhaps not scheduled here just yet. Um, and they're probably only giving going to give it about a week's worth of build, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens here. Someone mysteriously uh, pushed some uh, prop equipment onto Roman Reigns on SmackDown this week. Mm. We don't know who it is. It was shot in a very weird, very campy horror movie-style way with a shaky camera, and, like, Roman Reigns being like, what? And then, like, you know, the thing falls on him. Hashtag bring Boogeyman back? I, oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the popular opinion is that it could be Daniel Bryan. Mm. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns being added to this card. mm so who knows?
1: I think Boogeyman's the only one that could really make me care about Roman Reigns at this point.
0: <laughs> I think that if they do add Daniel, Bryan, or Roman, uh, Daniel <laughs> Bryan and Roman Reigns match to this card, that could also be a very very good match. We'll just have to wait and see how that turns out. Um, but um, until then. I mean, there's there's already nine matches on this card. Do, like, do you need another one? Do,
1: like, do you need Roman on every single pay-per-view? Sure. Really? Sure. Like,
0: really? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You gotta, you gotta have the big dog. Yeah. Because it's his yard. See, they're the <laughs> only ones saying that. Like. <laughs> yeah? I don't know, well, man. Who knows? But, if
1: anything, it's Lesnar's yard. Oh. But gross i'm not saying that's a good
0: thing i'm just saying if anything it's his yeah i don't know hashtag beast milk indeed yeah (laughs) because he he owns all those farms i mean he's got to do something with those cows right yeah Uh, (laughs) Um, feeding uh, all them cows pre-workout absolutely (laughs) got to get that creatine um you know what doesn't have creatine in it though steven what's that our favorite segment if Wishes Were Fishes. You don't know if it has creatine or not. I am very confident <laughs> that it does not have creatine in it. Fair enough. So, of course, if you if this is your first time listening to Headlock Talk, um, we have a fun little game that we put in on the end of our episodes that we like to call If Wishes Were Fishes. Uh, where uh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Where we each take turns making wishes and the other one grades those wishes in terms of fishes. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Indeed, my friend. (laughs) Uh, So... With that said, uh, did you go last week? Did you go first last week or did I go first last week? Uh, I think I went first last week. Do you want to go first again (laughs) or do you want me to go first? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, so my wishes this week are mostly revolving around uh, next weekend's shows. Uh, But um, first off, here. Uh, I just I just got to have it. I, I don't see Adam Cole losing the title to Johnny. Mm-hmm. It's possible that he could, but I don't see it happening. I agree with you. Um, what I do need in my life at some point, at some point here, I, I want to see Matt Riddle take on Adam Cole. I think mm. that would be a very, very good match. I think that um, it would really show that uh, Matt riddle should be taken seriously and has the star power potential um, you know that he should be challenging for championships um, you know I, I, I think that he would be the one uh, so uh, not necessarily the one to defeat Adam Cole but you know he should be a guy who should be in contendership for that title absolutely sure. so um, Adam Cole versus Matt riddle has to happen after uh, this takeover Toronto show at some point. Okay, 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 yeah, I like that, yeah, that's my wish. I mean, I like Matt Riddle a lot, and
1: I mean, seeing him, I, and <laughs> I liked the Cassius Ono oh match, so I mean, if that tells you <laughs> anything about how much I like Matt riddle, so, yeah, I yeah. like that
0: one. I'm gonna give you four and a half blue marlins, Ooh. yes, the the marlin the uh uh the spirit creature spirit animal spirit spirit fish perhaps Mm -hmm. of our show unofficial mascot Uh, or or official mascot or official i mean if you saw our twitter page this week you got to see uh jimmy marlin himself yes you know uh with some of our new uh logo likings here i hope you like that check it definitely check it out yes we're gonna keep using that logo for sure um. Yeah. I'll. I'll. I'll like the Marlin. I'll. I'll take those Marlins. Thank yeah, you very much. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um. Stephen. What about you? Yeah. So mine this week. Uh. If wishes were fishes, Brock
1: Lesnar shows up to SummerSlam in a trash truck because he's trash.
0: Oh. <laughs> wow. Um. Well. So. Uh. Not to give anything away to our listeners here. Uh, but uh, I was actually watching. Uh, WCW NWO sold out from 1997 this mm. week. And uh, to, to start the show, all the members of the NWO actually show up to the arena on the backs of trash trucks. There you go. Except for, I think, except for Hulk Hogan. He shows up in a limousine.
1: Mm. So, yeah, I, go figure. <laughs> I want to see that meeting where Hogan's <laughs> like, I'm not riding in on a trash truck. <laughs> I'm not doing it, brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so, so, what are you telling me, brother? <laughs> I think we need to work on our Hogan our, axis. On our Hogan, because it always slips into Vince McMahon. Yeah, I, I'm,
0: I, I got Vince so down, I just got to get... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so, so what you got to do, brother? There you go. Yeah, a little bit better. Yeah, it's a little bit better. Oh, uh-huh. that's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Never mind. Yeah, it's all good. Um, so um, Brock Lesnar showing up on the back of a garbage truck specifically Uh, because he's trash specifically because like so should he show up like i want it to say i'm trash on the side of the garbage truck like so is he going to be in there in the garbage or is he going to be like riding the back of the garbage can or truck
1: no he's going to be like driving the truck
0: oh because he's he's the
1: king of garbage
0: (laughs) yeah all right then. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that goes uh there, there goes our potential to ever interview Brock. Uh man. Drat. <laughs> Drat. Um <laughs> So, um I'm going to go ahead and give you da, 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 uh six banded butterfly fish. Ah yes. Do they look like trash? Uh, it kind of looks like trash. I mean, it trash looks like fish. it looks like it could be like a trash, uh, like a trash truck Indeed. kind of design there. Indeed. Um, and perhaps it's just an overall trashy fish. I don't know. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're Either very, way, <laughs> you're very welcome, Steven. Yeah. Um, for my next wish this week, um, we gotta revive Becky in some way. Mm hmm.
1: I already like where this is going.
0: Good right. Ahead. So she, she'll retain the title against Natalia and then I think after that I think it's boss time. Mm. I th- I think the boss needs to come back. Yeah. Bring Sasha back and have her full on heel and just being like you're you're a nothing champion. You beat up some like some newbie and Natalia, who hasn't won a title in X number of years, right? Like, you know, you, you don't have any kind of merit to be champion and just totally bring down Becky and, like, really get in her face about it. And, uh, yeah, I think that would work very nicely. I love that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think that'd be great. Especially you could, you know, WWE's been doing a lot of these, like, real promos mm, recently mm-hmm. where they're they're bringing in like real world stuff mm. yeah for better or worse but yeah. um i mean for example the kevin owen stuff mm-hmm. is for better in my opinion mm-hmm. uh, so i think that would really really work uh super well and i think the boss would be able to pull it off really well as well um so i'm gonna go ahead and give you man i really like that wish i'm gonna give you eight queen fish yeah because i i i wholeheartedly agree with you that we need to revive becky in some way and you know after hearing that
0: i can't think of a better way right and because hashtag yes queen yes 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 Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah no thank you for the fish i really like those yes definitely steven Let's have you close out this, uh, this game here of If Wishes Were Fishes. Yeah, so uh, my, my next wish here, um, you know, I mentioned while we were talking about
1: SummerSlam that I was really digging the, the promo work and the story that they're building up for uh, Kofi and Orton. Um, I really want this to continue, uh, mm. no matter who wins at, at SummerSlam, whether... Orton ends up getting the title or Kofi ends up retaining. I want that feud to keep going. Mm. So uh if Wishes were fishes, Kofi and Orton at SummerSlam uh steals the show, is mm. match of the night mm. and uh leads to a fantastic feud, multi-month feud with them.
0: Goodness. Yeah, month uh multi-month feud.
1: Absolutely. I, I think the two of them have really surprisingly good chemistry together. Um, with Kofi being the kind of younger guy who's like oh I'm awesome I'm gonna beat you and orton being the the wise veteran that's like all right son calm down hmm. you know let's let's pull it back a little bit they have really good chemistry and uh, I want to see more of it hmm
0: uh yeah no i really do like that wish Mm -hmm. um multi-month feud they're gonna have to do some very colorful things to keep that feud going and keep it fresh Mm -hmm. and so in the spirit of that i'm going to give you uh four and a half (laughs) rainbow trouts ah yes for all the colors yes for the colorful yeah for the for the colorful match setups and ideas and stuff like that i like it i like it Um, Stephen, before we go, do you have anything else for our listeners?
1: Hashtag bring Boogeyman back. Oh,
0: goodness.
1: (laughs) This is a thing now. He
0: he really wants the Boogeyman to be back. I really, really do, man. Yeah. What what would you put Boogeyman in, First Feud? First Feud? Dolph Ziggler. Oh. (laughs) Dolph Ziggler. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Fair enough. After he gets beat by Goldberg. Or... If uh, if Kevin Owens ends up uh, winning uh, versus Shane McMahon, mm. Shane McMahon.
0: Possible. Yeah. Definitely a- possible. And just
1: make it like, you know, Shane McMahon's world is crumbling after Kevin Owens destroyed him at SummerSlam, and now he's being haunted by the boogeyman.
0: Yeah. <laughs> very, very nice, Steven. <laughs> um, well, guys, uh, we definitely appreciate you giving us a listen this week. Um, I want to definitely give uh, a shout-out to Stephen for coming on the show, as always. Oh, thank you. In the midst of his headache. Yes. Um, And and a shout-out especially to all of you guys for continuously tuning in. If you like what you hear, uh, then please don't hesitate to give us a subscribe and to um, uh, give us a a rating on iTunes or uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Every time that you rate us, um it definitely boosts our metrics and the the better that we do the more that we can provide more great content for y'all so any kind of rating uh, particularly in the 5 star range would mm. be appreciated um but uh yes um we appreciate you guys for continuously listening and of course <clears throat> um you know uh, definitely check us out every tuesday on brainbuster radio you can follow brainbuster radio on twitter at Brain Busta Radio that's with uh, B-R-A-I-N B-U-S-T-A Brain Busta Radio R-A-D-I-O mm. So go there, you've got uh, shows that come out Daily uh, With all sorts of different content Providers uh, So some great lads and lasses Making great shows uh, For you guys to listen to uh, For your wrestling enjoyment um, And then of course um, Yeah, definitely stay tuned for for more stuff uh, we've got, uh, also an email address. So for business inquiries, or if you just want to invite us to, uh, your crawfish boil, uh, I think it's still crawfish season for a little bit. Uh, oh. Stephen does not like crawfish, not a fan, um, but I will gladly go. <laughs> I mean, I'll go, I'll go. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, headlocktalk at gmail.com is where you would reach set for business, uh, inquiries. Um, uh, if there's nothing else from you, Stephen, uh, I am of course the Texas gentleman Tanner Pruitt and as always to my right the one the only Mr. Stephen Grudy. Thanks y'all. Thank you, Stephen, and thank you guys for listening. We truly appreciate it. Lady y'all. Bye-bye. <laughs>